Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Horror Hangout podcast, where a couple of bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time, and then talk about them. My name is Luke Condor with a K, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mister Mister Ben with a B, Mister Ben with a B, and a Errington ben, ben with Arrington. a B. <laughs> yeah, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm not just I'm not just one a one name man like uh, uh, most people. Madonna. <laughs> Madonna, I'm a, no, she's not a one name man. She's, she's a lady. Like, she might yeah. be. one name lady. Uh, yeah, man, how are you? Have you been up too much? Uh, I've been up to stuff and things, but yeah. you know, probably nothing nothing to write home about this week. It's been one of those... I don't write home anymore. It's not something no, I get No, no, I don't. <laughs> I've just got a newsletter to guide to my family, and if they want to read it, they can read it. <laughs> if they don't want to read it, it's usually about just like what I've had for dinner. Follow me on Twitter, that, that's good enough. Just follow me on Twitter, man. Yeah. <laughs> no interest. Yeah, uh, well, obviously, it was oh, Halloween yeah, this course. week, so we yeah. did some halloween things. Uh, my nephews, my ne- one of my nephews dressed up as zombie Michael Jackson, which was that's cool, so entertaining, you know, so did entertaining. He, sing he had the thriller. Was he, he did sing thriller? Yeah, he had thriller blazing out of like this little, um, this little um, microphone, like for the whole night. <laughs> yeah, that, that got boring pretty quick. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good fun. We did the cla- did all the classics, trick or treating, some uh, some games, that's some cool. ting. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was all right, mate. It wasn't too bad. How about you? Uh, I actually so did all the drinking stuff last weekend, and then this week yep. not really done much of anything Halloweeny. I think I watched Silent Hill on Halloween, and that that's oh, you so you watched this on the thirty first? Yeah, yeah. No, I like I, I started watching it and then fell asleep, and then I finished oh, watching no. it yesterday. <laughs> did, you, did you fall asleep during? Did you? Yeah, but it's because I've seen it before like a few times, and. Uh, I like it. It's just um, I was tired, man. I'm mean, 30 years old. It's what happens, dude? You don't have to make excuses for me. I'm totally, I'm totally on board with it. I'm always doing it. I fell asleep last night during the during the Undateables, and I love the Undateables. But it, I was off. I was gone. Yeah. KO'd. We tried to watch uh, Lord of the Rings. Fellowship of the Ring came on. Uh, yeah. Netflix. I got as far as there were one <laughs> nine rings for the men, and I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> There were nine rings for the. 
that's like two, that's a record. Like two minutes into the film, and I was gone. Yeah, sometimes you feel like you're ready to watch a film, and as soon as it starts, it's just someone's. Especially if you're a Gandalf's voice. <laughs> yeah, it's too comforting. Too comforting, mm. and you're like you're gone. Sleepy time. It, it is a very nourishing film, though, isn't it? Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's wholesome. Yeah, wholesome. Send you off. Whole grain film. Are you? Uh, have you done any horror stuff this week other than trick or treating? Uh, I did some trick or treating. Um, I played a bit of Outlast on your oh, recommendation. Yeah. Uh, oh. I did play that on on Halloween night. I had a had a few friends over and we kind of t- took it in turns um, screaming. That's got to be good uh, good with friends, I imagine. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, everyone was kind of wimping out, you know. No one wanted to do it I, because it, because it was my house. I felt like I had to I had to be the one that followed. They had to follow my lead. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was scary. We there was quite a few jump scares. I quite like the I quite like the uh the process of the whole game, so it's it's good. It's, it is enjoyable. It's tough as well. How far did I'm you get straight. into it? Um not massively far. I think I switched on some generators and Yeah. Oh in the in the basement space. thing. Yeah. Yeah, so I need so I need to go back and go back and do that. But the whole process of obviously having a video camera with with batteries that sort of slowly runs out is is quite daunting because you feel like you kind of feel like you don't want to use it, and then you also feel like you would just want to sprint everywhere. Yeah. But then that means means that things jump out on you constantly, like, regularly, yeah. constantly. You're like fuck, fuck. Yeah. So first time I played it, I was, the, the first hour or so, I was just sort of sneaking around, and I realised I'm just using all of my battery life here, and it's it's I'm hiding in the dark too much. So I do think it's better just to peg it around. Mm. It's more fun. and also yeah. like the, the by the time the guys are after you, they've noticed you. You're sometimes just in the next room or whatever already. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, but yeah, when they peg it after you, can look over, look backwards over your shoulder, which is horrible because they're a lot they're a lot faster than you expect. Yeah. Like usually they're enemies really fast, like yeah. this are pretty easy to outrun, but they they literally come for you. And by the time you take turn back around to see if they're still there, they're right up your iris. As soon as you don't know where to go next, like it's too late. As soon as you haven't like, you just need to run and make decisions as you're sort of going, and then hope it's the right decision. Well, you run, and then there's a dead end, and then that's yeah, yeah. And then you're trying to lock doors. There's one bit later when there's about three or four people coming after you, and you're trying to push things in the way of doors at the same time as someone else is coming through another door. It's and then it's it's about twenty minutes worth of just constant like heart racing, heart attack city. But it's uh, it's really fun. A lot of fun though. Sounds horrible, but yeah, but definitely fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I played that, and I watched um, I watched Hush this week. I think that's the only film I watched this week. So I was trying to find. Not seen it before. I was trying to find a horror on Netflix that I hadn't seen before, and possibly that I was. But some of the horror on Netflix, man, is absolute wow. Dog Todd. Just you, yeah. All you all you need to do is like read the title or look at the poster, and you're like, I will. I never want to see that in my life. Yeah. I reckon about eighty percent that on Netflix in the horror category, and some of the things they put in the horror category, you're like, what? Really? Well, like, a bit strange. Oh god, I can't remember, but there were some random, yeah. random choices in there. Stuff, the stuff that's like clearly a, 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 a like a thriller or maybe like even oh, like a yeah. crime film. They're like, yeah. oh, it's horror, I think. But yeah, I thought Hush. I wasn't sure about Hush. Maybe for the first thirty minutes, I was a bit like, yeah, eh, am I into this? So obviously, directed by Mike Flanagan um, and starring Kate. Is it Siegel? He was he was in Haunted of Hill House as well. Yeah, um, and she's proper deaf in this. <laughs> yeah, she's proper deaf. Um, I, I I remember really liking it. I remember thinking. It was just a really well done, interesting slasher, and we don't really like home invasion slasher. Um, yeah, 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 definitely. And it's kind of like takes a lot of the possible cliches of these sort of films and kind of like either immediately removes them mm. or like just kind of spins them on their head and tries to tries to approach them in a completely different way. 
which yeah. I thought was quite nice. I think even even though you do have to suspend your disbelief for f- a few things because it does get a bit silly, but I guess part of it is that this killer is playing a sort of twisted game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember it being a really good sequence where she's figuring out because she's a novelist and like she says she has a power to sort of see different endings and like she visualize Mike Flanagan like visualizes each and every death in one way or another. I found that quite cool. Yeah. So if she does, if she if she runs, if she hides, if she all those things, I thought that was quite cool. Initially, I was a bit unsure about it until I remembered that she was a novelist and she'd said that she was good at sort of working out endings and multiple endings. I forgot that for a few minutes and I was a bit like, oh, this is kind of lame. But then as soon as I remembered that, I was like, oh, no, wait. No, that makes more not, sense. Not so lame. <laughs> I will, I will yeah. forgive you. Yeah. But yeah, it was, um, it was, it was pretty cool. Pretty, pretty enjoyable. Quite unique. So pretty, yeah, pretty definitely. cool. Yeah. Definitely recommend that. How about uh, you? No, nothing really. Um, Silent Hill. I haven't watched so much at all. Um, oh, I've been okay. reading uh, some of Lisey's story. Uh, the Stephen King novel uh, for okay. a group read long thing, which is I wouldn't even say that particularly horror. It's Stephen King, but no. not everything he does is all horror. But it's it's quite good. Um, but yeah, Silent Hill was was the was the focus of the week really. I've I've been reading Doctor Sleep this week because um, I realised that I I don't know if I told you this already, but I realised <laughs> I bought it the day it came out. Yeah, and excited and this. Uh, all excited and I haven't read it it came out in 2013 so I've had it for like five years I've been reading that and I've just picked up uh, Haunted of Hill House as well uh, cool. the, that's, that's the which, which I know you've read yeah that's the version you've got yeah yeah, yeah. so um, I'm gonna probably smash through that at some point it's pretty short isn't it yeah pretty short little little book but after seeing the series and obviously I'm familiar with the I'm not familiar with the with the old old film but I've seen the late nightness one so just to see what 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 it draws from each for each version would, yeah, it's going to be quite interesting yeah so well yes Silent Hill this mm-hmm. is a film has got very low ratings did you want to give a little scoop about it and then we'll, we'll <laughs> very it. low ratings what just in general <laughs> yeah okay so obviously this is the second we've decided to do some uh, horror video game adaptations so we've done Resident Evil and this is the second of that loose trilogy i guess we can do three yeah 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 uh, so okay so silent, silent hill is a 2006 supernatural psychological horror film directed by christopher gans and written by roger avery uh, the film is an adaptation of konami's 1999 video game uh, silent hill it stars rada mitchell sean bean uh, laurie holden um, a woman rose goes in search for her her adopted daughter within the confines of a strange desolate town called silent hill sounds lovely yeah, it's got 29% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.6 oh. out of 10 on IMDb. Eesh. Roger Ebert gave it one and a half out of four. I don't know, like, this just seems quite negative. I quite enjoy the film. I think it's like the best video game adaptation film I think I've maybe, maybe ever seen. Like, yeah. it, it really captures the Silent Hill feeling for me, even though I've, not, the- I've not played all the Silent Hill games, but this. Whatever that is, that the 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 ashy stuff and the, the fog and the the piano music feels very Silent Hill to me. Yeah, I mean the the soundtrack is spot on. I think they've recreated um, the the original game um, incredibly well. Obviously, it's not exactly the same story, and the and the and uh, the protagonist is is sort of a different protagonist, and you know things a lot of things are different. Um, but they've successfully recreated the atmosphere. Uh, you know, using visuals, the music, that horrible, that hellish environment that they've yeah. recreated quite well. Um, 
and it's pro- probably the best. You know what? Because obviously, if a film did that and recreated a game almost exactly, that's what kind of people want. They yeah. want this to happen, but obviously, that's not always right for this different medium and the way the way yeah. a story needs to be told and the way a plot needs to unfold. It doesn't always work. But with Silent Hill, you know, I, I'm assuming. I think I read somewhere that the director was a big fan of of the original game. Yeah, who's tried to recreate as much as possible. You know, just little touches like the soundtrack and the main theme being pretty much exactly the same from yeah. the game. I think that just does a hell of a lot in terms of bringing, yeah. you know, bringing you into that world and it and, and remembering that first time when you played the game because I remember I remember playing the game um, on on demo disc, which I think came with Resident Evil Two, so yeah. probably back in 1998. And I remember playing it and thinking, this is absolutely terrifying. And I mean, when I played the first game, it was just it's a different sort of horror to Resident Evil, isn't it? Because with Resident Evil, you know, you're you've always got most of the time you've got the guns to fight your way out, and it's you know it's. But with with Silent Hill, you're, there was a lot of what the hell is going on? What the hell? What the yeah. hell am I doing? Where am I? This is weird. Oh my god, it's completely dark. You know, probably the most visceral survival horror game yeah. there is. Well, game game series, and they just got worse and worse. By worse and worse, I mean more and more harrowing as as the series went on. There's a sort of like metaphysical horror that Silent Hill does that it's um all the creatures are sort of uh, like abstract, surreal, horrific paintings come to life. Everything's so bizarre and hellish. And like you're right, like there's like the walls and stuff like where like the wallpaper starts peeling and, and stuff starts rusting. Like they do that weird thing where uh, it's like um, Fred's lightning bolts of rust appearing on the walls and stuff. That I remember, I think it was in Silent Hill: The Room. I remember yeah. that exact oh, thing yeah. happening. I mean, was, that was a great one as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Silent Hill, The Room. I mean, all, I think 1, 2, 3, and 4, The Room were all pretty near perfect, I think. Um, yeah. I mean, so, so there is some stuff that I don't think quite works in this film. I don't think it's a perfect film, and I do understand why people wouldn't like it, but yeah. it's just got that thing for me. I just seem to resonate with it quite well. Yeah. I think maybe that's because we appreciate the games that, that we wrote that resonates with us a bit yeah. more. If I'd sort of if I hadn't wasn't familiar with the games, a lot of stuff that I really enjoy about this film obviously may not hit home as mm-hmm. well. And it's not a perfect film because there are some, you know, hammy performances. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> the, the thing that, that struck, like clangs with me is the weird for all the evil looking women, is that they feather the hair <laughs> to make them look like eighties <laughs> hair metal singers. You know yeah. what I mean? It like sort of feather yeah. the front of the fringe, and I think, why have they done that? Like, well, they, that's what happened when you're evil, mate. That's what happens. You get you get big big into feathering. Yeah, that's pretty much what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. and obviously, do you think Sean Bean is maybe under underutilizing this as well? I feel like there should have been some more story on his side. So that's another big criticism that I can see why people would have is his story kind of is there purely for exposition. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he doesn't have exactly. any arc or anything. His story and his relationship with the police officer is almost like here's a load of crazy shit happening inside Silent Hill. Then we're going to come out for a second, and Sean Bean and this police officer are going to give you some context. Yeah, um, which can be. But but there are some really really horrific moments in this, like really bad. And some and it's some some of the uh, creature design and you know some of the deaths we see are really sort of unique and almost taken directly out of the game. Um, yeah. and harrowing and just so so Japanese <laughs> just <laughs> yeah very Japanese um, yeah man so we've got, we've got Radha Mitchell who plays Red so I only Radha Mitchell from Pitch Black yeah uh, so she's yeah she's the, is she the lead in Pitch, Pitch well obviously apart from 
Yeah, she's not a standout performance, but she was the lead uh, yeah. character in it, I think. Uh, where else is she from? Um, I'm, I'm not sure, actually. Um, she's she's one of those actresses that you do. It's, it's a, I know your face, but not your name sort of actress. Yeah, isn't it, where you kind of like, insult. <laughs> she was in, so I'm not sure how big these roles were, but she was in things like Phone Booth, uh, Man on Fire. Uh, oh, oh, wait, she was in Rogue, so she was the lead in that film about the crocodile, or was it an alligator? Remember the, the sort of horror, not horror, but like creature feature about um, a crocodile? There were two of them. There was one called Lake Placid and one called I remember Rogue. Lake Placid. I remember the other one. Yeah. 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 Well, she she was in Rogue, which is the... Interesting. She was in The Crazies. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 So that, that, was, that was pretty good. Yeah. So she seems to be in the... She's got definitely a certain role she seems to go for. She's, she likes the uh, horror slash... Yeah, she's pretty good in this, I think. Um, she holds yeah. it well. Oh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't seem to be particularly emotional performance heavy uh, arc sort of base role, but I mean, she does do yeah. the crying and the whimpering a lot, which is good. Yeah, and <laughs> good she's also, you know, she's she's um, she's pretty good at surviving. She's yeah. uh, resource. Yeah. She's resourceful. She's. Uh, Pretty, she's pretty nails. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Laurie Laurie Holden is Sybil Bennett, so the, the police officer as well, um, who who, who get, follows her in Silent Hill. And Laurie Holden, <laughs> she, I mean, she gets a hell of a bad deal. But Laurie yeah. Holden, I've I've always kind of disliked because I really really didn't like her in The Walking Dead. Um, she kind of devolved into a character in The Walking Dead. It was like so so annoying that every time she appeared on screen, whatever she said, you're just like, just shut up and die already. I don't. So I don't. I don't watch Walking Dead. So. Not Spoilers sure. for like Walking Dead season three, maybe, but she dies. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, so she was in that as a character called Andrea, and yeah, she was just a bit of a just a bit of a dick. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Just like she'd al- yeah. she'd always end up doing something that got everyone else into trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she always ended up doing something. Um, I think she was in uh, The Mist as well, Laurie Holden. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. But yeah, she's she's a little bit unrecognizable in this. I mean, it's pretty much just the haircut. Yeah, he's got. She's got. She, I mean, she's got an eighties haircut of her own. She's got an eighties Annie, Annie Lennox do. She, yes, she has got. She's gone full Annie Lennox on this. Uh, Sean Bean. I think you you said that this is the only role that Sean Bean lives. Is the only one who lives throughout the entire film, and everyone else <laughs> seems to die. Yeah. But, Sean Bean. Sean Bourne. Yeah. Seen Bean. Seen Bean. It, it's weird because his nick, the nicknames in this is this uh, De Silva, and I I, I just. Is that like a Southern it. American sort of thing, isn't it? De Silva, yeah. like it. Sean Bean is like the most not. De Silva, American. yeah, he's he's from Sheffield. Yeah. He's he's from Sheffield. Yeah. Um, Christopher De Silva, he'd be like, what? Yeah. Sheffield. Hey. Oh, no. You're not born and bred. <laughs> yeah. You're not born and bred. That's what he'd say. Uh, who else? So a guy called Kim Coates, who plays Officer Tom Gucci. He's the sort of policeman who is there to sort of do exposition. For the film, yeah. Um, I don't recognize him too much. I recognize his face, but I'm not too sure where from. Yeah. This, is another, this is another face, but not a name you'd recognize. Yeah. I think he's a, I think he's a character actor, so I think we've seen him. Yeah, yeah. he's been a load of small parts in a load of yeah. bits and bobs. <laughs> so the story, how, how does it begin, Ben? Uh, we are in media. There's res. a dream. There's a there's a dream, isn't there? There's like uh yeah, in, in like Sharon having a having a dream about stuff, and she ends up like walking out of the house. Going on, going on a massive sleepwalking jaunt, and Rose like comes after her. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. <laughs> is that the start? 
That's the start, isn't it? I, I seem to remember just Sha- um, Rose running out of the house screaming for Sharon. And then she goes, yeah. Sharon! <laughs> Shazza! And then she finds uh, Shazza in the... Uh, wait, she's not jumped over the... There's like a waterfall thing. It's like a waterfall. I think she's about to sort of fall. She's literally stood over oh, the top yeah. of this waterfall. Classic. She's about to like swan dive in. Um, um, like Like Harrison Ford in The Fugitive. Yeah. And Rose appears behind her, Tommy Lee Jones. And says, "No, <laughs> I think she is. She just rugby tackles her to the ground, smashing her head on a rock." No, that, that yeah. beat that. Uh, but yeah, out of her. yeah, yeah. So as Sharon wakes up, she's like screaming, "Silent Hill, Silent Hill," or something like that. Yeah, that's a, as a weird a, thing to say. Yeah, yeah. As a kid actor, I wasn't entirely sold by this girl while she was playing like an innocent young girl. She does get a chance to be a bit evil. Later on, when she's fully um, made up later on, uh, yeah. I thought that was—I don't know—it was nice makeup, stuff, but she did have a couple of goofy expressions popping out of the uh, out of the makeup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I still, I still, I still think when she was in that role, she was a lot better than when she was supposed to just be the, the normal girl. I thought yeah. she was a bit like, "All right, mommy." Like she's some of the things she said. I was like, "How old is this kid supposed to be?" Because she looks like what ten ish. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a little bit younger, but she said a couple of things where I was like, "She sounds." Three years old. Grow up. Well, I don't. I don't know much about kids, so I don't know what age they should stop saying. Uh, start saying words. Depends. Yeah, I guess it just depends on the kid. But I just got a vibe from her. I was a bit like, "What's wrong with her?" She's What's a, wrong with her? She's, she's, she's insane. Is she? <laughs> she losing? No, she's one of them insaners. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So she, we find out that she was adopted by um, Rose and Chris, um, Sean Bean, Sean mm. Bourne. Um, and obviously, then she's been having nightmares and sleepwalking um, about this place. And then, do we get a little bit of backstory about the town? How do we find out that? So, I think she, I think Rose does a bit of research, doesn't she? She has a Google. She has a Google. Does, she has a Google. Finds out it was a town that was abandoned like thirty years ago, yeah. uh, due to due to like a massive coal, like a massive fire, like underground, like in yeah. I think there's a, a real place fire. to this. I think this this, this actually happened somewhere. Uh, and it, I don't know if it's still burning, but yeah, and the whole town got. Got burnt annoying, up. There's like, uh, you know, bad fumes in the air, and uh, bad, juju. bad fumes is in the air. <laughs> and then they're like, we have to get out of here, <laughs> or they died. Yeah. Um. But the, a lot of this part around here, I remember there being a lot of exposition. I remember at one point, Rose is talking to someone, and then she says, "Silent." She's openly saying, "Oh, Silent Hill is a haunted place in West Virginia, yeah. or wherever it is." And I'm like, "Jesus Christ, lady." <laughs> We don't need yeah. to know any of that stuff. Just we understand. Then, then she a- <laughs> yeah, I think she asked someone like working in 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 the in a petrol station. Yeah, that's like, it, yeah. We're, we're on our way to Silent Hill. Do you want to go there? Huh. I don't think you want to go there. It's haunted yeah. as shit. It's haunted as balls. Yeah, that, a lot of that yes. stuff I could have done without. I mean, that that's a little bit clunky, but and I think the exposition is. is maybe the worst the worst offender of this uh, this this particular film. Yeah, because I think especially this plot. It tends to, like it could be a lot simpler than it is. I think it does take some direction, especially towards the end of the film, where it's a bit like, wait, so what? So <laughs> yeah, who? Yeah. And yeah. what's the timeline of this? Because I, there are definitely times where it's like, this happened 30 years ago, this yeah. massive fire. But then you look at people who are like still the detective, alive. He's like, the detective he's, is the same age. He's got like a bit of a beard now. That's it. Like he looks exactly the same. Yeah. I mean, 30 years is a long time. That's like, I'm 30. My whole life. I'm <laughs> yeah. 30, yeah, yeah. And I mean, if I looked at a picture of myself now and it was just me as a fetus but with a beard, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go, same bloke. Exactly. You'd be yeah. like, why is not age more than that? Yeah. 
Yeah, so the timeline is a little bit a little bit iffy. Also, they could have I would like... have kind of preferred if it was further along, further, further back than that. Like for me, if it was like early 1900s or something, it was a bit more period. I guess it would have worked a bit better for me. Then again, I don't know how the coal mining stuff works over in the US. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it was a bit, timeline-wise, it's very confusing. There was a lot of times I was like thinking, what the hell's going on? Mm. 30 years? What? Yeah. So obviously Rose decides to take Sharon to Silent Hill, which is obviously she's talking about a ghost town. Why not take her there? Because she might get there and go, oh yeah, this is the place. I'm all right now. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did she expect to be happening? Find answers? Like, I don't know. Is it something anyone really do in real life? No, but I wouldn't, end, I wouldn't end up in a place like Silent Hill. So there wouldn't be a film about me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Silent, the, the Silent Hill film, Luke Condor discovers his adopted daughters having dreams of a place called Silent Hill and he says, You'll be all right. And goes back to bed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so she takes her daughter to Silent Hill. At the same time, uh, Sean Bean, uh, I think he's at work or something, and he finds out his wife's not there. He's got to go hunting after her. He finds the Google history on his computer, his Mac, to say could Silent have, Hill. Could have been a lot worse. Yeah. And at the same time, the police officer, what's her name? Uh, Laurel. Sybil. Sybil. <laughs> Laurel, Lauren Hardy, Sybil Bennett, yeah, Sybil, uh, Annie Lennox. Annie Lennox sees Rose with Sharon. Instantly thinks that like she's kidnapped that kid. Yeah, (laughs) like I don't. It's weird. I think there's a there's a moment when Sharon's crying. But even then, I wouldn't think like I think poor kids. Yeah, they have a hard time of it. I wouldn't think he's been kidnapped. She's been. Yeah, abducted. it's weird. So she, so she like drives. She follows her on her on her police bike, um, motorbike. Not not. She's not on a. She's not cycling. Um, follow <laughs> follows her. Pulls her over and obviously starts questioning her. Some sort of like, what's going on here? Where are you going? Um, yeah. What are you doing, your mug? And for some reason, Rose thinks I'm gonna peg it because <laughs> you wouldn't. You just you just explain what you were maybe doing and then leave it at that, right? My daughter has nightmares and uh, about this face, so we're just going to check it. I'm going to convince that it's all all right. Nah, yeah. just drop, peg it into the through the gates. Yeah, so she obviously just smashes through these gates. So obviously, the town's um, cut off from all routes in because there's a raging coal fight, coal fire there. I guess yeah. it's dangerous. It's proper yeah. dangerous. So she pegs it, drives fast, and then we get there's a nice shot here where we, from from sort of a bird's eye view where we see the car mm. driving off and we see Cyril Sybil. Cyril, <laughs> Cyril. Now we see Annie Lennox run back yeah. to her police bike and jump on it and and get there in hot pursuit. Yeah. Um, but what? But while Rose is driving, she she suddenly sees a girl in the middle of the road and in goes the middle of the road, <laughs> the middle of the road, and she said, and he just goes <laughs> careening off the yeah off the path, smashes um, and then blacks out and then wakes up in a nightmare in a video game. I uh, yeah. So and. So that whole ashy, foggy thing that she wakes up in is amazing. Like, although there's some bits where she gets to the end of town, and she's like looking at the cut-off road thing, where like the CG does look a bit CG. This whole walking around the town stuff is amazing. Um, and then she walks. I think we get the foot. The sirens start to go uh, mm. quite early on. It goes pitch black. Um, mm. I read that the director, the director of photography, used film like 35 millimeter film for the the light stuff, and then went to uh, high definition digital camera for the dark stuff because you could you can't film that dark stuff of film, um, no. but it looks like terrifying. Like 
it didn't scare me so much this time because I am a fair bit older and I was falling asleep at the oh, time. You but, don't have to lie to me, mate. <laughs> but like the first time I watched that, I found it super scary with the little, the siren, the creepy little baby monster things in the dark coming after her. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously she pursues. She like explores the town a little bit when it's all foggy. She sees like a little girl running away, and obviously that's a direct recreation of um, the the first game mm. when you're running when you're running around and after your daughter. It wasn't called Sharon, I don't think. I think she's called Cheryl. Cheryl, I think. Cheryl running <laughs> after. Her. So obviously running running after a kid, you know, you're never going to catch. Yeah. So it's pretty much there's that's recreated really well. But but then this bit's recreated really well. This is almost an exact representation of. The darkness which first takes over in Silent Hill. So everything gets dark. She sees like a horrible dude strung up in a gas mask, sort of shit in his pants. Yeah. And then we and then we see loads of horrible little. I mean, they are very CG, but like they are still proper creepy. Yeah. These uh, little weird baby things. I love the whole visual of the the miners as well. Uh, you know, later on we see him walking around with like uh, canaries and stuff, and yeah. see a lot of them is, dead. That, that was one of them, then, wasn't it? Well, that guy in the gas mask. I think yeah. that's one of the miners. Also, we see. It cuts to his perspective, and he's looking out, and he's still breathing. Yeah, um, yeah, because yeah, you see his, you see his eyes, you see yeah. he's moving a little bit as well. Isn't he? Yeah. So yeah, these sort of weird monster things um, sort of attack uh, Rose. What a grabbing her, pulling her, pulling her jacket. Give us your jacket. I think there's one bit where they're, they're all all on her. Um, these little babies, um, and then it goes light again. The everything, all the. The rot and decay and stuff peels away again. Becomes like she. Pa- I think she passes out. She kind of like faints. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And when she does wake up and it's light again, uh, that's when Annie Len- Annie Lennox has turned up as well. She's like, "You stitched me right up here. I mean, I was yeah. only trying to do my routine things, and now I'm in Silent Hill with you. You've mugged me right off." Because so she fell off her bike as well, cracked her, cracked her cranium, <laughs> cracked her cranium, and cracked uh, her cranium on the on the concrete. But she, she hasn't she hasn't seen any uh, cracked her cranium on the concrete. It's oh, hard to say. And she had a, she obviously didn't see the dark stuff that just happened because she gets Rose in the car, in the back of the car with the uh, handcuffs on, and yeah. then they get attacked by a weird, uh, it's spl- like it's like spluttering a, anus with legs. An anus, man. It's like a man who's trapped in a like a in like a layer of skin. He's, yeah. he can't get, he's tra- trapped in a horrible chicken skin sack. Yeah, yeah. Let me out. My worst nightmare. Yeah, so she obviously pops. It's quite good when you see that from a distance in the fog, and then you see more of them sort of like up in the hills, yeah. sort of all coming down. You know, that was pretty cool. And obviously, this is where Annie Lennox starts to think, wait a minute, what's going on? Something's, something's going mental here. But um, while this is happening, uh, Rose runs away from her, doesn't she? Pegs she it. See you later. Pegs it, does the old classic uh, cuffs behind the back, get right down, sit down, get yeah. right around the front. There we go, classic. Classic, and then um, um, then it's a school. So, well, there's a bit where it's like she looks at the map of the town, um, mm. and they've got all these locations. There's one bit called Backman, which I don't know if it's a bit of a Stephen King reference. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's in the first game as well. I think a lot. Okay. The map, yeah. the map looks really similar to the first game. I think it's got like the same color scheme and maybe even the same font. It's like, right, it's yeah. like almost almost kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Some of these areas, some of these areas are the same because obviously you do go to the school fairly early on as well. So I mean, it's like it's recreating it pretty. Pretty yeah. spot on. Um, so, but, but before she goes to the school, doesn't she see? Does she go to the school first before she sees the old woman sort of wandering around? I think she sees the old woman before she gets taken by uh, Sybil. 
Oh, right. Okay. So, yeah. So she basically gets to the edge of the town, sees that basically the road has been completely cut off. There's a massive cliff edge, essentially, mm. that drops down into nothing. Um, so she is kind of trapped here in this never world. And the mum has got the the feathered hair thing going on. Or the yeah. Puff, puffy up at the back. and Kind of like David Bowie from uh, Labyrinth. Yep. Uh, but without the tight pants and the ball. <laughs> without yeah. the tight pants and or the balls. Yeah. Uh, the crystal balls, um, and so she, uh, Rose shows a picture of uh, her daughter to this woman, mm. and this woman's like, "No, that's my daughter." And then she runs mm. away. What's that? Oh no, that's when he turns and she up. She goes, "Oh, you bloody nut! You bloody nut job! What are you on about? It's my daughter. That's my daughter." They start have a little bit of fight on the on the cliff edge, don't they? Yeah. I just think, get away from the cliff edge. Have a fight. Step back here. We'll have a fight here. Have a sit down fight. Yeah. <laughs> sit down, fight. Yeah, sit down. Uh, yeah, and then obviously not long after that, Rose decides to go to the school where obviously does she gets a bit more clues that there. So this is one thing that I I don't know if it I think it does work well. It does seem very like in terms of a video adaptation, I see it works beautifully. Having little clues and then having the lead character just follow the clues and mm. then like that progresses her through the game, through the levels, through the story. Mm. In a film, I don't know if it quite works that well because. No, I wouldn't. I don't think many people would be able to follow those clues. They're kind of so like disconnected in places. Yeah, without level and, design to push you forward. And like, yeah, exactly. I there are certain things that I just wouldn't find. Yeah, I mean? exactly. Yeah. yeah, find this little key like down someone's throat. You'd be like, no, yeah. I'm getting on my life. See you later. That, by the way, that, so that bit uh, with the uh, Colin, Colin, um, yeah, in the Colin. In, in the bath, I don't know, uh, bathroom stall thing, and he's like all barbed, wired up and stuff. Uh, that looks like the kind of thing where you get to in the game and it would be kind of part of the scenery. Like it wouldn't be like part of the thing that you could like move. Yeah, but you'd yeah. see his body would be slightly differently so yeah, yeah, rendered. Yeah. So you knew it was going to come to life. Yeah, um, yeah. And then maybe there'd be a little a little flicker of light just in his mouth. So you knew that there was an op- there you knew there was an item there. <laughs> you had yeah. to you had to get obviously that's very, very resident evil, very silent hill sort of thing. Yeah. Um but yeah, what she Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
doing she's looking for some more clues she kind of like looks around the school and then we get a bit you know a bit of um exposition here where she sort of sees the name doesn't she see the name wit of the word witch scratched into one of the yeah. desks and when she sees that there's like a bit of exposition where again i, I, I didn't like those bits the bits no, where he goes no, in no. the past the acting was it just looked like i don't know it looked like a backstory from a, a, a game from the playstation 2 days yeah but I don't know. I just just because I was thinking, who's supposed to be thinking this? Obviously, the main character's not thinking it. Yeah. But it was almost like so we see that there was a little girl who was sort of thought of as a witch in school, and she was being bullied by everyone. But the little girl is her name's Alessa, and she looked exactly the same as Sharon. Yeah, yeah, exactly the same. And there's like literally the... exactly wearing the same clothes. Yeah, <laughs> and it's <laughs> there's three miners as well, like knocking at the door trying to get to her. Uh, we know shit's about to hit the fan when um, they come after her. She locks the door, and they're trying to get in. But then their canary starts to suffocate. Yeah. So they put it down and they run away. And it's like, oh shit! So yeah, so it's obviously so the sirens go off again, and we hear the sort of darkness. So basically, it's just like a different. There are two different dimensions in Silent Hill. One which is sort of like foggy, and one is dark as shit. And that's when all the horrible creatures come out and yeah. the nightmarish stuff start hap- starts happening. So obviously, this happens while she's at the school. And then um, Sybil turns up as well at the same time. That's right, isn't it? So well, she's obviously been... In, well, yeah, so uh, Colin comes to life and starts, like, like uh, moving across the floor. Uh, yeah. And then um, <clears throat> all the insects come, they eat all the miners, and then we get Pyramid Head, sh- like, yeah. rocks up out of nowhere. Like, so, it's, it's full-on, like, hell, hellish to watch. It's prov- it's full on heavy metal hell. It is with, uh, heavy metal music video hell. It's, I mean, it's very. It's, there's lo- there's lots of like Clive Barker, like, yeah, around it. Lots of just sort of um, horrible visuals and stuff like that. And obviously, when so, so when um, there's a little bug like, that looks at them and it goes. Yeah, that's what it's all about. What's that? Mate? Why has it got a little it's face? A little, yeah, it's got a little human face and it goes. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> Squash it. You would, though, wouldn't you? You'd be terrified. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and that turns <laughs> up, and obviously they they managed to hide from Pyramid Head, who's got like a massive Final Fantasy VII sword. Yeah, and he just like smashes What's it, it in there. The and Buster just, sword or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's a beast. Obviously, he's trying to kill him, but they managed to sort of um, hide until until the darkness goes away, and that's yeah. when Pyramid, Pyramid Head, big kinky bastard, isn't he? Um, yeah. Pyra- when he first t- turns up in Silent Hill Two, the game. Remember the first time you see him, you just walk into like you're walking somewhere, and when you first see him, he's like getting it on with these two weird like naked women cor- corpses, <laughs> and they're like riding him, and it's a bit like, huh? <laughs> what the fuck? Now, now that you say, by the way, now you say Clive Barker, I'm thinking there's tons of Clive Barker in this film actually, like all the uh, to the prehensile barbed wire, like barbed yeah. wire shooting around oh, yeah. at people. There's um, all the sort of the fans, all the things that are constantly moving, lots of like fans in the, in the uh, and like, it's like wind yeah, so towers and stuff in, as well. In very, very like industrial. Yeah, yeah. Just industrial heavy metal music video. Yeah. Is Nine Inch Nails? I kept thinking a lot when, yeah. when this was happening. I was thinking like I can imagine this, this is a Nine Inch Nails music video, or yeah. like a late night is Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Uh, music. I like it though. Uh, yeah. What was the Nine Inch Nails music video? It might not be Nine Inch Nails. Does a guy getting like tortured? Uh, it's like balls are getting <laughs> crushed. In like a sort of mechanical torture device or something. I'm not sure actually. I need to find that. Yeah, if you do, you need to find out. Watch out. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Uh, so, yeah. So then Sybil saves her because uh, Sharon, not Sharon, Rose collapses in a heap of 
tears and whimpers on the floor, and then Sybil pulls her and saves her from Pyramid Head. Uh, but yeah. yeah, it's a good scene. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, but obviously Rose picked up a, a, a clue in, in the mouth of um, the horrible janitor. And wasn't it like, a, was it a key? A key to a door? Like in a hotel room? Oh, was it? In a I, hotel? Yeah, yeah it was like room 111 or something. Yeah, yeah, something like yeah. that. Uh, so yeah, there we go. So the, the next level, level three I think we're at now, is the hotel. Um and that's yeah, but I think the, I think just just before that I think we get Sean Bean doing a bit of doing a bit of um research. He's he's gone to like the orphanage where from where Sharon was adopted and he's asking questions. Um and then obviously the that's when the police officer kind of reveals a few things that happened to him in Silent Hill. So he lived there and he saved um the little girl Alessa from the fire. Did yeah. you say that? Yeah, something like that. And yeah. he goes, look at my hands. They're they're well burnt. Like, his hand is like um Harry's hand from Home Alone where he's got the M for yeah. McAllister <laughs> the yeah. he's like look Harry. at that yeah. <laughs> Harry Kevin McAllister did that to me 30 <laughs> years ago yeah. one day I'm going to get my revenge on that yeah. little prick um, so but yeah this is when we see a flashback to the, when the police officer is holding like a, a sort of withered body or something he's doing something he had age yeah. a day yeah and her like her body's like all black just like he's got to be a ghost bath in a treacle or something yeah, he's got to be. He's got to be a ghost. Do you, do you think that there's something there? Like they're kind of like haunted, so they will never get old. I kind of feel like they're outside of the, the maybe the hell stuff. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's just a really easy way for us to explain some real lazy filmmaking. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We'll never know. Or will we? No. Yeah. <laughs> but at this point, he basically says to Chris, uh, Sean Bean, just go home. You know, go home and wait up for them. They'll be back. Maybe, yeah. Maybe not. We'll see. Uh, so is that that's the end of? Well, he goes yeah. into the town, doesn't he? He tries to get into the town. And, so, oh no, yeah. this bit before, uh, and then they drive around or something. But I don't think there's too much reveal there. Uh, I think the next bit is the hotel with Sybil, Sharon. Oh god, Sybil, Rose, and. Wait, what? there's another there's another girl now. There's another girl. So they turn up, and Amber, when they turn up at the hotel, there's a girl called Anna, Amber. who is like a member a member of this brethren who are like Silent Hill residents who still live there, like in this church and and in this hotel. Um, the ones who have obviously been there for thirty years, you know, dead boring. There's nothing to do, uh, and every <laughs> every thirty seconds it turns into horrible hell hell world. But yeah, she's she's kind of taunting the old woman who's the mother of Alessa. Yeah, um, throwing shit at her and saying you're talking a load of lies. You're full of you blasphemist, all that nonsense. Um, yeah, and when they when when they're there looking for the room, they find it behind a painting, like a painting of like a witch, a, bur- a witch burning. Yeah. Um, and what, what what's nice in there? Painting. Uh, there's the hotel door. <laughs> there's the, yeah, the right. door one one one, which the keys work for. And then you go inside. There's a. It does feel like a lot like a game because then there's like a. A hole in the wall that leads to the hole in the other wall where they can go in and look at this industrial place. And I think that's where Rose comes across the little demon girl for the first time. Yeah. She just turns up and goes, all right, (laughs) all right. I'm on fire. And then she's like exploding into flames. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So obviously this is where we're starting to see that obviously there's a connection between um, Sharon and Alessa. Uh, in some way, and she's been drawn back there for whatever reason, and the lesser's evil, evil and on fire. 
Yeah. Yeah, but then not long after this, the town transitions into the Dark Dimension again, and everybody's kind of like running towards uh, this church, which which I guess is kind of like protected somehow from the, yeah. the Silent Hill Dimension for some reason. I was never released. You're always safe on base. You jump yeah, on base. And base you, what did you do when you played Tig as a kid? Did you put, have to put your thumbs up or something so you're on base? Like, there's always like a bench or something you jump on. Yeah, maybe just get there and just say it's base. Shout base at someone. Space, mate! I was on base. No, you weren't. I was. <laughs> I was, yeah. yeah. That's pretty much what happens. But then Pyramid Head turns up. He's got an extra... Ex- he's got extra vigor in him. Must be... Yeah. Dude, there's new, new people around because he just... He pursues them relentlessly. Grabs hold of Anna. When you think about it, Anna's been around for 30 years, surviving in Silent Hill. Lets her guard down for one second. Gets her skin ripped off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that bit. So he whips the skin off. Uh, it doesn't look that believable, but it's still kind of horrific. And he he splashes it across the uh, at the door of the sanctuary, the door of the church. Yeah. So he rip, first of all he rips her clothes off in one go. Oh, told you he's a kinky bastard. Then he like grabs her skin and like twists it. Yeah. You know, and rips that all off in one go as I well. Bet, I wonder if you know, like when I uh, open a Satsuma and I get all the skin off in one, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think he was like, yeah, I did it one go? <laughs> he, he was. He went back and told his mates. He was like, ah, well, no, I told you I was going to get all the skin in one go. Yeah. Squ- he told square head and circle head. Yeah. <laughs> head square head and circle head. PlayStation buttons X head yeah, over right, there. Mate. X head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. We've all heard you go on about it. Yeah. Well, just sit here and chill, watch you like with us for a while. Oh, going out murdering again. Mm. Yeah. So then, so then inside the inside the church, we're kind of introduced to um, the this woman called Christabella, who's like the high priestess of this group, the Brethren. Mm. Um, and you know, this is classic classic cult shit. You know, anything anything you don't understand, you just shout witch at it. This this hey. film has got so many women in it. I'm just struggling to think of all the names. Like, you think, yeah, this is pretty much a exclusively um, female cast, apart from Sean Bean and the police. But they're outside they're, of the. But they're outside uh, the thing. I mean, I mean, it's it's yeah. pretty interesting, really. When you think about it, it's, it's something that doesn't really, you know, you'd think if it, for a film like this, people would talk about it more as having like pretty much an all female cast, but it never really. The men are like uh, followers, and that's it. Like, like yeah, faceless followers. Don't, do you ever see like a? Well, you see like. A, them in their gas mask suits and i think you see them in crowds and stuff but they're faceless that's, that's it yeah, yeah. heathen yeah. witch yeah you, you feel like these are the guys they would call you a heathen or a witch no matter what you said yeah oh, oh i love a bit of pasta bake i do i love it witch heathen yeah. there's bits oh. where like they just start shouting stuff and i think like wait just wait a second like listen like there's nuance involved in the world like you yeah. can't just like instantly go from one to a hundred you're a witch you're a demon no, I'm not, mate. I'm just, I'm just uh, yeah. wearing black shit or something. You know, There's like, a just, lot of annoying shit in this. Yeah. Alessa's aunt is played by um, the mum from Sleepwalkers as well, isn't she? If you recognised her. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I yeah, did not see that. Now you say it, I recognise it. It must have been the lack of like having sex with her own son that like threw me off the scent. <laughs> <laughs> if she'd have done that, you'd have, she'd have been like, he's on! <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's a witch. Um, and then... Christabella. So we get, we're in the depression that Christabella and these churchy people are sort of the good guys, but they're obviously a little bit. They've gone off. They've gone a bit stale, like old yeah. milk. Yeah, I think they're supposed to be the good guys. They're surviving, but like they're clearly all insane because they've been living in this world for so long. They maybe think it's the apocalypse, right? They think they it's think the, it's end the apocalypse. Of the world. Yeah, yeah, they obviously have no idea about the outside world because they're stuck. 
stuck in Silent Hill. They've been there, allegedly they've been there for thirty years, but you know, yeah, they're out of time work in Silent Hill. Nobody knows. Also, so at the end we reveal that this is a hell of their making. Like this is supposed to be their hell, their punishment. But I, I apart from not being able to go outside, they've got like the good part of the hell world. Do you know what I mean? Like if they were forced to live in the outside, like why is there a sanctuary? Why yeah. is there a good part of it? Maybe it's part of the deal. Who knows? Yeah. So there, I don't know everything there. So Christabella says, "You want to find your daughter? She's in this room. It's at the bottom of the hospital, uh, and you have to memorize this map. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've got to memorize the map. I guess there's no nothing else you can do. Just really, take it off the wall. Yeah, <laughs> take a massive map with you. I think, yeah, I that's, think that's that's part of the Silent Hill two sort of game, right? There's this whole thing about the map and people getting yeah, lost in the hospital, and that's where obviously down down in the basement we see see the see the nurse the nurse characters. Why are they Hill so sexy? So. I mean, not sexy, but why <laughs> why are they so uh, booby? Do you know what well, I mean? Well, I get I guess Boobish. I guess loads of stuff in Silent Hill kind of resembles you know um, different vices and different uh, mm. deadly sins. So you know, lust and all that stuff. I think there's there's loads of. I guess that's a Clive Barker thing again. Is yeah. that things are kind of like all laden in this sort of uber sexual, but also yeah, yeah, all but all also absolutely horrific things. So I think that's kind of part of it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so obviously a few people go to take Sharon. Oh uh, yeah. Sorry to yeah. Take, take Rose down into the basement. Um, I can't remember exactly what happens. Oh yeah, I think Christabella sees a photo of Sharon on Rose's locket and yeah. immediately goes. She's got a picture a of the demon. <laughs> She's a witch, heathen, and obviously Sybil saves the day and sends sends her down in the sends her down in the. It, lift. it begins the horrific treatment of Sybil. <laughs> like Sybil she, gets, she doesn't get any uh, like come up in. Well, I suppose she does in a way, but she just gets it. Gets so, she, so she starts. She gets pummeled by all the all of the mining dudes with pipes. All the, all the followers with pipes and shit. They beat the. They they beat seven shades of shit out of her. Yeah, uh, which is a bit harsh. Brown nutmeg, uh, <laughs> creamy brown, creamy brown coffee, <laughs> coffee brown, uh, coffee brown, beige, uh, beige, oh, just pure pure black. <laughs> Rotting rotting black treacle poo. That's a second yeah. black treacle reference today. I've had yeah. some bon- I've had some bonfire toffee, so you can blame oh, me. <laughs> bonfire toffee brown. That shade got beat right out of it. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So I thought she was dead at that point. Uh, yeah, I thought that was her final moment, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. So then, uh, what's her name? Goes down to the hospital to the basement. She runs around. There's the nurses, which I think are a very good design. A little bit too booby, busty for yep. my. Uh, I don't. Their face. Their faces are like wrapped in bandages, and they yeah. seem to. They seem to react to the light. So she turns off her torch. Yeah. And manage to like crawl through them, but obviously they they're still reactive to different movements, so they end up like slicing each other. One of the nurses cuts one of the other nurses' jugular. It all pretty much goes into it all kicks off. chaos. <laughs> yeah. It all kicks off, yeah. Um, but she does manage to make it to the room, and inside the room is exposition. Um, <laughs> it is a lot <laughs> of exposition. Overwhelming, unbearable lightness of exposition. Like you can't yeah. even it's see so bright. bright white, isn't it? It's so bright white. Yeah. So she goes in, and obviously Alessa is like an adult burnt woman yeah who's obviously being kept alive god knows why because she's seems to be in like absolute well you guess that she's some she's obviously after being burnt she's turned into some sort of demon yeah super powered and there's the, the nurse in the room as well who like 
runs away and hides her face. She's crying. That's a very, very Silent Hill thing to keep in there as well. Yeah, that's uh, that character is uh, in the original Silent Hill as well, but mm. not with her eyes out. I think maybe she gets her eyes out later. Um. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great noise. I was like, what was that? <laughs> Someone's eyes popping out. Yeah. So, so, we get, so here's, like, the exposition is insane. So, um, Alessa was a young girl who got called a witch at school. Her mum took her to be cleansed by the witch hunting because this town was built by witch hunters in the past. Um, yep. Her mum took her, but then they were like, don't worry, we're going to cleanse the sin, not the sinner. As in, they, they forced the mum out. She realises they're going to kill her daughter. They burn Alessa on this um, round thing. And the, the fire, it kind of collapses, starts a fire. That's apparently the fire that starts the, the coal fires in the entire town, which destroys the yeah. town, which is a bit insane because I thought the coal fire started in the mines, but it didn't. Yeah. It started somewhere above. That doesn't make any sense. But um, no. then she was in hospital. She was really angry. And a nurse looked at her and she um, uh, became part of the hell in this girl's, Alessa's mind. And then like a demon girl from the ring turned up and she was like I'll offer you a deal um, yeah. press your ha- burnt hands of mine go on yeah what was the deal she was so she's supposed to be like the dark part of Alessa I think she says at one point so she says like she says somehow, right now I am yeah yeah so she manifested like dark Alessa um, who and obviously she's responsible for shifting these dimensions of hell and obviously Alessa uses it to essentially get her own back on everyone who's Proper yeah, you're back. Out. It's like the, the kids' TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of guns, slimed. Instead of <laughs> yeah. guns, just horrible black treacle. Yeah. Third reference. Of the, okay. <laughs> and then, um, so the idea is that he's going to get vengeance and the audience people are going to live within a hell of a lesser's making. So her own nightmares come real. But then the townsfolk have been hiding within their within their belief, that, um, which is their sanctuary. Um and they can't get in, so now they made a, a, a good part of Alessa. They made her real, and then dropped her off at the orphanage, which which was picked up by. This is like insane amounts of exposition to get over in two minutes. It's one. It's one of those plans <laughs> where you're like, if someone was making that plan in real life, you're like, got to be a better, got to be an easier way. Yeah, <laughs> got to be an easier way for us to get to these people in the church. So yeah, yeah. But uh, and then the plan all worked out because Rose was really good at following Alessa's clues. She yeah. says that, and I'd be like, "Wow, she was very good at it, like stupidly good. At it. She should be a PI when she gets out of this thing." And uh, uh, then she uh, hugs the demon girl, uh, takes her into herself, and then she goes to save. Oh, and then we get like the, the final sequence, which I think is very good. Yeah. I well, really like it. Pr- prior to that, we see the church, and they they've got Sybil dra- like draped on this massive um, ladder, which they lower over. Um, a fire and every every time you're watching this i remember the first time you're thinking in a minute she's going to be saved in yeah. a minute she's going to be saved in a minute she's going to be saved no she burns to death horrifically and i mean really one of the, like you stay really on it for like a minute or so so her face starts to like sort of distort and then bubble and then blacken and then she lights on fire i mean it is super super disgusting yeah like um, a s'more and I, yeah and i guess yeah. like a s'more but then yeah these kind of things happen you know i mean this it's sick but then, yeah. obviously, Rose turns up too fucking late. <laughs> Classic Rose. 
<laughs> she turns up, and the first thing she does, she looks up and sees like the horrible charred corpse of Sybil, and she's like, "That looks like black treacle." I want some bonfire stuff. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "This fucking watch." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bloody <I'm really> awkward. <laughs> Um, and then she uh, so the daughter they're about to burn the daughter I think uh, and then I didn't care so much for Rose giving a speech like about how you're all damned and stuff but whatever she gets stabbed by the woman from Sleepwalkers in the chest in the lung yeah. uh, explodes out with stuff over the, the little circle plinthy bit where they've got the fire going which opens up um like a hell thing to the to... A, hell, a hell a hell portal opens up and yeah. Alessa still still in her hospital bed comes up with loads of snaky barbed wire arms. This so, sort of... this is full on Cenobite yeah. uh, Clyde Barker. It's amazing. I lo- I thought this bit was from here out. Like this is amazing. Why do people? Why is this film like twenty nine percent Rotten Tomatoes? This is what I want in horror films. Yeah, the visuals in this are like insane, and it is yeah. brutal as hell. But it's also it's one of those things like because. This is happening to essentially the bad guys. Exactly. So it's really, yeah. like, it's really so it's really satisfying when you see this happen, especially when you've seen Sybil get absolutely destroyed. Yeah, now we've seen yeah. everything. Obviously, there's a bit where the barbed wire grabs Christabella, the leader, mm. splays her open, and sends some barbed wire straight up there. Woo-hoo! Yeah, and as it pulls her apart, the demon girl is skipping underneath her, so the blood's raining on her, and she's just yeah. sort of skipping underneath. Yeah, <laughs> terrific, great, but horrific. Yeah. Um, and then that like, reminds me of like um, uh, Wishmaster and some one of the Hellraisers or something where the shit really hits the fan and mm. everyone is just getting annihilated in obscure, bizarre, gory ways. Like it's a, it's a great anymore. sort of like it's a great sort of final scene, um, and it, I think that it's a great payoff, especially after sort of having to endure all of that um, exposition. It's a nice, it kind of. Gets rid of the bad taste in your mouth from one exposition by seeing this all happen. Yeah, and there's a lot of creepy stuff as well. Where uh, the demon girl going up the ladder makes me think of the ring, and she's sort yeah. of coming up from the hell portal below. Um, and then, yeah. Oh, and then and then they pass out, wake up, everyone's gone. Yeah, and you kind of, it's kind of we kind of made it made out that Dark Alessa, Sharon, and. Like it's all she, they've all united into sort of one body essentially, haven't they? Somehow. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Oh going on. yeah, she like does like a wink at her mum. Yeah. Here we <laughs> I'm go. Evil. Yeah. I'm, I'm evil. So then <laughs> Rose and Alessa, sort of like the final, the only survivors, essentially leave, uh, and they return home. But you know, some aim right. Yeah, I remember the first time I watched this, and I was like, exactly that. Something ain't right. It's still, ain't still right. blue there. Yeah, exactly. So even even when they return home, it's clear that they're still essentially trapped in the world of Silent Hill because uh, it's still a bit foggy, isn't it? Um, and Chris, <laughs> Sean Bean, he's actually in his house. Yeah, and he ain't he ain't, he ain't in Silent Hill, but he's just chilling. He's got he's got Sky Sports News on. Just, <laughs> he's chilling, yeah. and then he turns around, the front door is mysteriously opened, and he smells the perfume. That's oh, earlier in the film, but it still relates to him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Also, he gets a phone call from her, but when he listens to it, it's just static. And he turns it over. It's like scuff. He just goes, "Speak, speak up, speak yeah. up, say something, say something." Yeah. So, how do you? What do you make of that ending? I think it's kind of cool, but I don't. I don't know. I think it's it's kind of it's kind of a cool sort of almost a bit ambiguous. 
Um, but I, the Silent Hill Revelation, which I think is a sequel, I think it kind of undoes it all, if I remember right. I've not seen it. Never. I can't, I, can't, I can't remember in what way, but I mean, it's 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 not. It's it's pretty damn awful, but I think it undoes it all. Yeah. I think it's pretty. I think it's a pretty cool ending. It's a nice sort of ambiguous ending. It could. It it makes change makes a change to sort of a nice happy ending, I guess. Yeah. Because it isn't really. They're still stuck in Silent Hill, you know. Things are probably. Do you still think they're, they're dead? Like, do you think they're just ghosts now? Because the way they talk, they, they phone and it's static, and the, they open the doors and stuff. Kind of like if you're a ghost. Yeah, possibly. I mean, that that's believable. But then if they were still alive but trapped in another dimension, that's believable too. Yeah. And there's lots of different ways you can go with that. I think Silent Hill. There's a lot. They introduce a lot of things which, you know, aren't always. It doesn't always follow one rule or set of rules. It kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, ready for some trivia? Aye. Uh, number one, the director, Christopher Gans, didn't direct another movie for 12 whole years after this film. I guess 12, 12 whole weeks. 12 whole days. Uh, 12 whole years. Uh, he pretty went to like director's jail because this film did get panned pretty bad. It must have cost a fair bit of money because it's an expensive looking film. But can you guess what the film was which he directed and came out in 2016? The hint is it's Disney. And it was a Disney. big deal. Yeah. And it was a big deal. Is it like one of Alice in Wonderland films or something? It's your question, your answer. Is it the second Alice in Wonderland film, which was like Alice in Wonderland and the Silent Hill? And the Silent Hills. <laughs> and the Cenobite. Uh, it was Beauty and the Beast. Like the, the big Beauty and the Beast was directed by this guy. What? Weird, isn't <laughs> it? Yeah. That is weird. That's sort of like. Yeah, that's weird. After 12 Whilst, years as well, just not been there. What else has he directed? Uh, I think he did some stuff before that. Um, but Christopher Gans. Yeah. Wait. Is that... Oh, wait. Did he... I'm confused now because I've clicked on Beauty and the Beast and it doesn't look like the Disney one. Oh. Uh, it looks like something else. It looks like... La Belle La Bette. Is that, just, is that not just a Beauty and the Beast name for it? No, it doesn't look like it. It looks like, it, it looks, it looks like it's different. <laughs> All right. One Let's have a look. Beauty and the Beast. Taylor's oh, oh, the Disney one was directed by someone else. Bill oh, Condom. What's this Bill name? Condom. Oh, that's, a, that's an unfortunate name. I Basically, what I've done there, mate, is I've completely flip-reversed the old... Tri- the old... Uh, the old... Um, Hey, look, the, the bell, the the bell of the bit one has Vincent Cassell as the beast. Oh, yeah, it's a it's a French it's a French one. It looks like so. There's like two high budget. Yeah, the I, had, I, had, I had no idea this other one even existed. But it's also yeah. starring um, what's her name? That uh, Leia Sedu is that her name? Uh, the one who was in um in Inglourious Bastards. I like Leia Sedu. Uh, she's in the new Kojima game. Oh yeah, she is a uh, Death Stranded. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So basically, I've just taken a trivia and I've just completely. I like it. You've reversed you're, you're, it. You've like a judo reversal. <laughs> uh, okay, number two. Uh, during produ- uh, production, <laughs> Christopher Gans wanted to truly capture the feel of Silent Hill on the set. How do you think he managed that? Smoke uh, fog machine. Uh, potentially. Uh, he actually brought a 40-inch television onto the set, to which he attached to PlayStation 2. Uh, Gans then played the original Silent Hill in the system so that actors and cinematographers could see how... How the you know the world worked and looked and stuff. Um, well, he just played the whole game while everybody watched. I, I, I imagine he probably just had a few saves, <laughs> and he yeah. just jumped in and out of them. Just I let everyone just, else have a go as well, isn't it? Yeah, 
number three. Rose's outfit was what colour at the beginning of the film and what colour at the end of the film? Was it white at the start of the film and at the end it was dark grey? It's like a a blue-grey at the start and it becomes a blood-red by the end. There was a hundred different outfits made uh, for her to change in it. It gradually got darker and more bloody red towards the end of the film. Was that that because she was covered in blood or was that just because... uh, It's just to show her changing journey uh, throughout the film. Uh, But it's so subtle that it says here that barely people noticed that effort. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't notice. I just thought no. it got. I just thought it got wet. Yeah, I thought it got wet, or like, you know. But if you look, if you look at pictures, like by the, it's completely different. Like shit. I might do it at work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or every every, <laughs> every ten hour. minutes. Yeah. Are you wearing something different to what you were? No. Okay, number four. Many of the creatures in the film were played by what? Dancers? Yes. Dancers, darling. <laughs> yeah. Again, so what we filmed, uh, there's werewolves and... Um, Dog soldiers. Doggy soldiers. And, and the zombies. The Resident Evil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you want to be getting filmed, dancing's a good way to go. Um, number five. Uh, okay, yeah. To add to the accumulating filth caused by her character's journey through Silent Hill, Radha Mitchell did not, what, did not wash what... Throughout the entire filming, um, her hair. Yes, true. She didn't wash her, her head hair, but you know, <laughs> armpits, you know, butt hair. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, yeah, man. That's uh, that's it. You did well. I think you actually scored uh, two points on that reversal. So, yeah, well done. So, so I win. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very nice. What are you going to rate the film? Um, so I've seen this film a lot of times, and each time I, I enjoy it. So I think that's, that goes to show that it's not perfect. It's obviously got a ton of exposition, but I think it's fun. It's, mm, it's, mm. it's a fun film, and as a fan of the games, I think you couldn't hope for a better film than yeah. this, really. Because it kind of does it, but some of the cheesy stuff, you know, you're used to it in games like this, as in films. like In, in the games, you're used to these cheesy things and kind of like bypassing them because yeah. you're enjoying the game so much. So I kind of got that sort of vibe as well. I was enjoying it enough. So, yeah, I'd probably give it a... I'd give her a B. Yeah. Uh, I, I wrote down a C plus, but now the more I think about it, I'm going to give a B minus because it's a really enjoyable film to watch. And, like, in terms of video game adaptations, compared to the Resident Evil adaptation, like, this this is a really solid adaptation, in my eyes. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, it it, it, it adapts the source material. It's, it's really... It's obviously really... Um, respectful to the source material and very similar to the source material yeah but it does it, it does it in a way where despite the, that the amount of exposition it's still got a good sort of plot and it's kind of driven along nicely and different plot dynamics that perhaps wouldn't work in other films kind of do work kind of all right in this film yeah well enough so next week i think we're going to be doing alone in the dark which i've heard is a dog todd Possibly. A big but yeah, steaming dog egg. I don't think we've done a terrible film for a while and I've never seen it before. So uh Yeah. What was the last one that you found really terrible on that we did? I can I think know. of one that was almost diff- like almost I just couldn't finish the film almost. What was that? The the unnamable. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was pretty damn awful. That's probably <laughs> the last 
that was probably the last awful one we did. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't think either of us were too set on Sleepwalkers or yeah. The Predator. Oh yeah. I think the more when I think about the Predator now, I think I'm just disappointed. Is the is the main thing. Yeah. Thirteen Ghosts as well. I think we returned to that and we weren't entirely yeah entirely happy with uh, it. Yeah. In general, but yeah. Yeah, man. So we'll see how we get with Alone in the Dark. Um, yeah. I don't know anything about it. <clears throat> mm. No, I don't know all that much about it. I know it's got um, Christian Slater and Tara Reid in it, and it's directed by Uwe Boll, who is not a well-respected director in any way, shape, or form. He once had a... I think he once had a boxing match with a critic. Oh, yes. <laughs> beat the critic up. <laughs> he's, he's, he's gone up in my esp- estimations by, like, yeah. 1%. Yeah. Okay, man. Well, uh, that's us for today. This show is brought to you by Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com. Become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash hawkandcleaver. Thanks to Kovach Kalman for our theme music. Thanks to Acast for hosting the show. If you enjoyed the show, give us a five-star rating review on iTunes and remember to hit subscribe. And thanks to my co-host, Ben, for being a right or a dude. A right or a dude. Thank you very much, Luke Condor. Yeah, man. Out. Bye. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.